Hello! Hey guys! Welcome back! Here we are. It's just us again. And, and fat Alice. And you. And Alice. Mostly Alice. We're happy you're here. Thanks for joining us on this lovely day. Um, we are kind of on a roll here with listener suggestions. Yeah. So we have another one for you. Oklahoma Girl Scout Murders. Yeah, which is, it's kind of like Girl Scout cookie time. Yeah, what's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? (gasps) Ooh, mine is, um, well, they're either called peanut butter patties or dosi dolls, depending on what part of the... I thought those were tagalongs. Or maybe tagalong. Wait, which ones are the dosi dolls? I don't know. Okay, well, I don't know. They're the ones in the red box. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the peanut butter and the chocolate. Thin mints are also good. Thin mints are always good. The, the s'mores. Yeah. The new s'moresies. Those yeah. are yummy. And those lemonade ones. My husband likes those ones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could probably. I like lemon, but I don't like fake lemon. Kind of like I like pumpkin pie and that kind of stuff, but I don't like pumpkin spice lattes. Sure. Because it... And, like, don't like pumpkin candles because it fact, tastes I've been, fake. I love to tell people this. Morgan thinks blueberries taste blue. Yep, I don't like them because they taste blue. Every time I eat a blueberry, I think of her. I was eating them today. I was having a little fruit bowl, and I was like, ha blue. Blue blueberries. Yeah, that's always my fun fact for everything. They'll be like, tell us a fact about yourself, and that's my go-to, and everyone <laughs> blueberries looks... Blueberries are blue. <laughs> and everyone looks at me like, okay. Okay, so this lady is off her rocker. And I'm like, well, pretty good representation of me as a person, so exactly. if you can't handle it now, <laughs> get out. Get out. Get out fast. Yes. Anyway, so, Girl Scout murders. Suburb of Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1977. June. Yeah. Um, camp Scott. A Girl Scout camp. Girl Scout camp. Which I wasn't a Girl Scout. You so. weren't? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was. If you can't, if you aren't surprised by that, if you're surprised by that at all. I wasn't. I feel like that's also not surprising. Um, you were I, also a cheerleader, and that's also not surprising. What is that supposed to mean? You're just like a peppy. Uh... <laughs> you can't tell from my voice. Zero or a hundred. Pe- yeah, I'm either. I I don't know. Anyway, so I was a Girl Scout. I was a cheerleader. That's who I was. And now I talk about murder. I was. People. I was angsty and like to party. <laughs> <laughs> Still angsty and like to party. <laughs> Still the same. Nothing changed. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I went to Girl Scout camp. But it was nothing like this one. You didn't get um, bludgeoned, raped, and murdered? No. <laughs> Still here. <laughs> These poor sweet girls, though, yeah, for Ages real. 8, 9, and 10. Yes. Um, so, just, like, I kind of want to give you a little vision of the camp and what the camp looks like. Because, I, actually, I found in my research a picture of a brochure which this happened in 1977 and the brochure was from like 1945 or something but it was just like so cute and wholesome and it was like $25 for the week and you can go horseback riding and shoot that's cheaper than a babysitter oh, by a long no. shot <laughs> but it's also 2020 now but yeah it would probably be like $25 an hour <laughs> oh, absolutely but yeah so it was like it had 10 different campsites a great hall and a swimming pool. 
Um, it was about 410 acres. It was like by a creek. It was... You tented. Like it wasn't like a cabin. No, it was like wooden, like a wooden board with like a tent on it. And we'll put a picture up, but like creepy. Yeah. Like in the woods. All yep, these little no. girls are just camping. Like, this is exactly... This story we're going to tell you is exactly why this is a terrible idea. Yeah. But, yeah. So, it's just, like, very foresty and tenty and... Angsty. Creepy. <laughs> no, that's just you. That's just my favorite word, angsty. I feel like that needs to be in my Instagram bio. <laughs> I would say just angsty, period. Angsty, like, period. No. You catch more fish by watching your own bobber, period. Angsty, period. There you go. And, like, mine is, like, emojis of, like, what I Cat am. Cat mummy, dog mummy. I don't know what mine is. I just know it's got emojis in it. Anyway. So, three young girls, Lori Farmer, age eight, Michelle Goose, Goose, Goose? Yeah. Age nine, and Doris Milner, age ten, were all in tent eight. Mm-hmm. Um, the farthest tent from the counselor's tent. Like, kind of hidden behind the bathroom. Yeah, it was. And I found it interesting. Like, every time I've gone to camp, like, you're in a cabin with a counselor. Yep. But this is the 70s, y'all. So it Peace was like, love. counselors had their own tent. They, like, sent the girls off. I think it was just these three all alone. Oh, that makes sense. In their tent, yeah. And, like, eight, nine, and ten-year-old... Alone at night. So, actually, an interesting fact. Prior to the girls being murdered, a camp counselor, her tent was, like, destroyed. And there was a note left in a box of, empty box of donuts that vowed to kill three campers. And they, like, thought it was a joke. Like, they're like, oh, haha, idiot. Yeah, they were like, oh, it must be a prank. Oh, well. Yeah, and, like, the director, like, basically blew it off and was like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, so I bet they felt bad afterwards. I mean, I would hope so. But, yeah. So, um, June 12th, 1977, around 7 o'clock, it was thunderstorming. So the three girls were sharing tent 8. Kind of hidden from the view of the counselors, like we said, by the showers. And everyone went to bed early since it was storming. Like, what do you do? There's really nowhere to go, so. Yep, so they were just hanging out in their tent. They were writing letters home to their parents i know um fast forward to the next morning june 13th six around 6 a.m one of the camp counselors was on her way to the shower and ran into the a dead body in a sleeping bag on the trail yeah and then soon found that none of the girls were in their tent and they were kind of scattered along the trail yeah they were their bodies were um in their sleeping bags and left on this trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Autopsy shows they were raped, bludgeoned, and strangled. Ugh. It's just, it's, like, so sad. These poor, poor little, little girls. girls. Just, like, their first night at camp. They're probably already, like... Kind of scared. scared. Yeah, like, they're away from their parents. It's storming. They're all alone in this creepy tent, tent in the forest. Uh-huh. And the, a nearby neighbor heard a vehicle on his back roads between, like, 2.30 and 3 a.m. Yeah, so um, I'm going to go back a little bit. I have I found kind of, like, a timeline of, like, random things that happened throughout the oh. night. So, okay, so going back to when they're in their tent, it was around 10-ish, 10 at night. 
a counselor, and I don't know which one. I don't know if it was the same one or a different one, but I think there was like two or three counselors okay. in this camp. Um, saw a light in the forest. Um, does a tent check, like make sure all the girls are in there. Yeah, like everyone's good, no big deal. Um, around midnight, there was some girls being noisy and rambunctious, like as you are when you're yeah a kid. They were escorted back to their tent. Then there was a few different reports around 1.30 in the morning. Um, different people heard different noises. Yeah. Um, there was... Somebody calling mama, which, like, you'd think yeah. maybe having a bad dream. Like, who knows? Yeah. And then also there was, like, a strange... Like a we like a unexplained noise, like almost like an animal noise or like yeah, a screaming a noise. Kind yeah, of. like and it, yeah, like a really weird noise. Um, one of the counselors, I think, just like shine their light around, was like quiet down, you know, thinking it was just like the girls, maybe I don't know, but like nothing was ever um, checked out. And then like there was another flashlight at two in the morning. Um, it was a different tent. A camper said they saw a flashlight about this time. Um, Another tent, their, their, like, front door flap got thrown open at, like, 3 in the morning. Yeah, so there was, like, all this kind of weird stuff. And then looking back, too, around this time, they did discover that there were some stolen items. Um, purses and prescription glasses, specifically, hmm. were stolen from the camp. But, yeah, so that was kind of, like, all the goings-on of the night. And then, so flash forward back to the morning when the bodies were found. Uh, there was a large red flashlight found on the girls' bodies, like, on top of the sleeping bag. Which is another weird, which makes sense with the flashlight shining in the rooms, I suppose. Maybe the person just forgot it, like, left it behind. Yeah. But it's just super... It's super kind of random. Um, so they... Obviously, this counselor, like, reported it, and the police started investigating right away. And um, all the campers got sent home about 10 the next morning. They weren't told why. Their parents were just told there was an accident. Come pick up your daughters. I'm like, I just think how terrifying being, like, one of those parents. Yeah. That your daughter is not there. Like, you're not picking up your daughter. Well, and, like, did they tell the parents that beforehand? Um, or were they just like, oh, there's been an accident, and then the parents get there, and they're like, your daughter's dead. Right, yeah, I have no idea. I don't... I'm sh I have no idea how they handle <laughs> this. <laughs> Um, yeah, so then they found, or they called in the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation. Um, they found blood spatter in the tent. They think that two of the girls were killed in there. Um, the killer tried to clean up using sheets. So there was, like, no fingerprints. There was one boot print found in the blood. Like, I don't get, like, it was, like, such a haphazard cleanup yeah. job, kind of. Um, Which I suppose you don't have many resources available, so sure, you're just like kind yeah. of trying to do what do you got to do. Can, yeah, um, there was evidence that it was premeditated because there was rope and tape brought to the scene, and then it also looked like weapons were used in both the left and a, and right hand. So they were thinking maybe it was more than one person, mm -hmm. and then more than one weapon was used, and also there was two different kinds of knots tied in the Interesting. ropes. Yeah. And they didn't find the weapons, so I don't think they know mm -mm. what was used. No, they really never found much for evidence. Like, they've tested the DNA 
quite a few times. They've really only ever had one suspect. Yes. The concrete suspect. Yes. Um, Gary Leroy Hart. He had previously been convicted of kidnapping and raping two pregnant women and had also been charged with four counts of burglary. He was um, a Cherokee Indian who was raised about a mile from the camp. And the local sheriff said he was 1,000% certain that this guy was guilty of the murders. Yeah, it sounds like they... And well, he was on the run during this time. Yeah, he escaped jail or whatever for these crimes mm-hmm. that he had committed. Um, and a farmer had called after these murders ha- after the girls got murdered happened. A farmer called the police and said that there was a man hiding in a cave by his farm. And I think how long? There was like a manhunt for this guy for like, months. Yeah. And he was found at the ha- like house of the, the tribe medicine man. Oh. <laughs> Which is interesting. That is interesting. I didn't know that. And yeah, they found all this evidence in this cave, so I'm assuming it's the same cave that the yeah. farmer had or whatever. There was um, photographs, there was a roll of tape, a sunglasses that belonged to a camp counselor, and then a page of a newspaper, which apparently there was a section of the same paper inside that flashlight that was left huh. by the bodies. Really random. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was arrested April 6th of 1978. So quite a long time that he was... Yeah, he was hiding for a while. Um, yeah, so they basically, like, honed in on this guy. And, I mean, I'll be honest, he definitely looks good for it. Like... Oh, yeah. So he went to trial, and a jury acquitted him. In 19, March of 1979. Yes, which is, like, crazy, because it, it, technically, so technically this case is still unsolved, Solved, Yeah. but, like, basically the police are, like, it's this guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, but it is what it is. I know, I was interested in that. I found, I was trying to find reasons why they maybe found him not guilty, because it just yeah. seemed really cut and dried, like, there was no question about it. And it seemed like this guy had a lot of um, community support. Probably from his tribe, from his, like not yes. being No, but yeah. So um, people, like a ton of people came to the case and showed support for him, and they think that influenced the jury. Um, people were, you know, maybe worried about, like, being racist towards him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're just pinning it on him because of his ethnicity type thing. Mm-hmm. But then I also read, too, that, like, they basically already were like, well, we're going to put this guy back in jail for his original crimes. Yeah. So who knows if they even put a lot of time and yeah, effort into this Yeah, because he had, case. like, 305 years yeah. for the kidnap, rape, and burglaries. Right. And I think, I think he was originally sentenced to, like, 308 years, and he had served three. So... Well, so he's well on he, his way. He had a ways to go. <laughs> he had a ways to go. Yeah. And actually, Gary ended up dying in the prison yard of a heart attack. Yeah, at the age of 35. What was it, like a year later? Hashtag karma. Oh, for sure. Although people, I think, are kind of mad that... Well, yeah, because they'll never know then. Mm-hmm. So the DNA has been tested, like, multiple times. Yeah. The last time was in 2008, um, and the... It was one in 7,700 chance that it was his DNA. But they said that the sample was really damaged and there wasn't much left at this point. Yep. 
And the DNA results suggest that a woman may have been involved. Yeah. It, um, they were able to rule out two of, of the, the girls. Three girls yeah. So it could be the one girl, yeah. but yeah, just also super weird. Really questionable. And also, too, that boot print that they found at the scene said was they said was not this guy's either. So it's like you wonder if yeah. even if he was involved because it really does seem like the evidence points that way like was there somebody else involved Mm -hmm. was there like a girlfriend or an accomplice of some sort or and really now they won't ever know because the dna is so damaged that they're probably not going to be able to get any further with it but yeah like kudos to them though for trying trying and for keeping this because there was a couple different DNA samples that they Mm -hmm. took. I found this was kind of fun because usually the articles that I'm able to find when I research are like, you know, recent ones or whatever. I found one from a newspaper from 1989. Like, Oklahoma does a good job of archiving their stuff (laughs) on the internet. And I had to chuckle because we've talked about DNA before. Like, back in, I think they tested at one point in 1989 is the year that I have. And this this um this guy's attorney basically was like writing dna off as like false science <laughs> and it's so funny cuz he's like yeah no like this is just astute like this is just subjective and it's like not scientific and is it? it's just yeah just was saying like this is so silly people can read it differently and like it's definitely not my client and it's just funny cuz it's like no, like DNA it's, it's, is it is it it's what is you it, get it is and now it's solved like <laughs> the year of yeah it's DNA is DNA like it's just funny but it's like this was back in 1989 I think they were kind of just starting to use it for crime anything things. yeah yeah back in like the late 80s so I had to chuckle at that I bet he's like thinking now oh. yeah well uh, DNA stuff I guess sound it like turned an, I sound like an idiot <laughs> guess it turned out to be be pretty legit turned out to be uh, not such a bad thing this one's another unsolved one i didn't realize we've had like a lot of unsolved ones in a row mm-hmm. i think we're gonna have to do a a cut and dried one or yeah what? well yeah because <laughs> then we're like yeah well that's all we know <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you posted and just fyi there's like no updates on any of our no ones we about. but i feel like this one though at least in my mind i feel pretty confident that mm-hmm. it was this guy it just seems too yeah. too convenient uh, yeah it just seems like the simplest answer is usually the right answer and i think it's this dude cuz he is not an upstanding citizen raping two pregnant women really that just freaks me out like yeah like Ugh. why why are you raping anybody first of all but yes like, and then gosh. and murdering little girl no it's just terrible too far it's just where where in your mind do things yeah, go do wrong? The, yeah, I know. That's way out there. Yeah, if I could just dive into the psychology of killers, man. If we all could, couldn't we all? Wouldn't we yeah. all? Not everybody. We would. I would. <laughs> we would for sure. I would make that my full-time job. Just to shoot you guys out a reminder, too, always forward your case suggestions to us. We love having them, so. Yeah, as you can see, we're kind of on a roll with our listener suggestions here, because they're fun. They're ones we know you want to hear, and we super enjoy looking them up. Yeah, but until next time, guys.
until next time. Until next time. <laughs> but until next time, guys. Stay, stay safe, safe and, and lock your freaking, freaking doors. doors. Bye. Bye.